thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel, it costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Good afternoon, Phil. Afternoon, Jay. Lovely to have you on the program. We're Thank talking you. about one of my favourite places to go, <laughs> Bali. Yeah, well, they've, uh, Jetstar has released uh, some new fares coming out in July because they're going to have a new plane servicing Adelaide, which is going to be one of the Airbuses. Uh, three, I think it's the 321 or whatever the, the number of it is. So in That's old a, language, is that a jumbo, a, like a decent international yeah, plane? It's, yeah, it is, and a, a few more seats on the on the plane. So, yeah, built for international travel. So I think it was Hallelujah. Because yeah. at the moment... You fly over on one of those things that takes you to Melbourne or Sydney. Yeah, exactly, like a domestic flight. Yeah, squished uh, in like ab- sardines. Absolutely. So this will have a little bit more room and, and, and more seats on board as well. And look, uh, you know, you see the publicity in the paper and it says, you know, one-way fare is going to be from $220. Yeah. But it's the return fare that gets people and sometimes yes. it's triple or, or you know, double what you pay going over. So mm. you've got to be very careful and also the dates, uh, Jade. And I say to people, don't get too excited until you've talked to us and look at the dates when you want to go because, you know, if someone wants to go at Easter, it's going to be right through the roof. But these new fares start in July, so people should come in and be talking to us now or you go online. Yep. But... But um, as I said, uh, you've got to be careful because the return fares sometimes are very different. So, But it's good to have. I mean, we're getting better quality services now to Bali out of Adelaide because it is a, a big destination for Adelaide people to get up there and have a break. Um, and you've got – so you've got Virgin now and you've got to get the new Jetstar starting in July. So mm-hmm. good services uh, for Adelaide travellers from Bali to um, – sorry, from Adelaide to Bali. Um, Fiji Airways is two twice a week now and that's going – well for for people to go to Fiji and that's a great destination uh, and you've got Air New Zealand back up to four going down to Auckland maybe not the best time to go right now but uh, you know <laughs> no, uh, they've had they've had a bad run and and uh, so but New Zealand is very popular at the moment but can I just say Jade all over the world is in demand at the moment Japan is is gone through the roof for this mm. year um, and now a lot of people who missed the cherry blossom season are now looking at the autumn season which is a, a, a September October up there, which is still a good time to go to Japan. And then you've got the skiing in the in the you know Christmas period as well. Um, so so we're really seeing strong demand everywhere. On the weekend, Jade, we had two big ships in. Well, no, one big ship and one little one. We had uh, Celebrity Eclipse, which uh, carried three thousand two hundred. 200, yeah, it's 3,200 passengers in. Wow. Uh, and I've been on the, on the Celebrity Eclipse before. I chartered it one year in England and, uh, it's a beautiful ship, you know, restaurants, you know, just some magnificent restaurants. Great, uh, great hospitality on board. Lovely ship. So that came into Adelaide and we had staff inspecting it and, uh, and passengers on board. And then we had one of my favorite ships called Azamara Quest, which I've traveled a lot on. Mm, that's and a more b- boutique. Boutique, type. 680 passengers. Um, and I was with them on Sunday night, uh, Jade, because, uh, in each of their itineraries, they do what they call as an amazing evening mm. with Azamara. And they took the 680 passengers to the Adelaide Oval and there was a concert there at Adelaide Oval with, in the McGarry room with uh, food and entertainment with James Morrison and, he, and his sons and playing, playing there. And then an, a light entertainment uh, light show as we finished. And then they bust uh, back to Outer Harbour and then they cruised on to, um, to Perth and they do this sort of event in each itinerary. 
and they picked certain places. I've done a couple where I've been in uh, to buy and did a terrific night like that in Dubai. So just a little extra things that the shipping companies are now doing that just makes it special. So anyway, I had the Azamara captain who's just finished the circuit mm-hmm. um, and I had him staying with us. And so we hosted a, a function on, on Friday morning at the Adelaide Sailing Club and we had 100 Azamara clients coming that you know are looking to travel further on, meet the captain. So he was very visible there talking to us about some of his great destinations that he loves. He's Norwegian, but he lives in Charleston in, in South Carolina in the, in the States. What a job. Yeah, and uh, he's been, you know, taking uh, cruise ships for probably 20, 25 years. But just one of the most personal captains, uh, Jay, that I've ever met. So it was just special to have him in Adelaide. And every time he does finish a circuit, if it finishes in, like he finished in Sydney, February the 6th, he went up and did a couple of uh, seminars in Gold Coast, flew to Adelaide, and then we entertained him for the rest of the weekend. And I put him on the flight last night with Qatar, and uh, he just sent me a text message a couple of hours ago saying, arrived in Dallas, uh, sorry, arrived in Doha, Uh now flying to Dallas and then on to Charleston. So he'll be home in next probably 16 hours, 18 hours. So uh, it was lovely to be able to entertain him and show him, showcase Adelaide too. I was going to say, I bet it's fun to show off Adelaide. It is, you know, and you feel very proud. I mean, when we walked on to the Adelaide Oval, you know, and we're up in the stands there, and we had Americans there and English. Did they know of it? Uh, Yeah, they knew of it because, you know, cricket and everything else. So, And they gave a great history. They gave a great video of the history of Adelaide Oval. So, yeah, it it makes you feel very proud of, you know, some of the things we got. And when you look at the city at night as well, but just the weather, Jade, it was just fantastic. So, no, it was good. And um, we do a lot of uh, uh, cruising with with the Azamara Cruisers all over the world. And they're just a beautiful size ship for you to feel very much at home and get to I think that's all I'd want. Yeah. 780 passengers, that 3,000, I'd be like, whoa, Whoa. that's a lot of people to have a drink with. But they do it well, though. You know, I've got to say, you know, having chartered the ship and we had a full full continent on it when we took it out of uh, Southampton up to uh, France and that and uh, it was a, a first week of school holidays in in UK mm. and we filled it uh, and you know when you've got a ship full of people that's another takes on another sort of uh, complete environment to you but uh, just they know the bigger ships know how to handle it as well so you know it's all according to the size. Now, I want to ask you about New Zealand. If you're just uh, tuning in and catching up with the news, they uh, have declared a state of emergency for the third time, only the third time in the history. Uh, they're on cyclone watch around that Auckland area. So uh, what what are your people hearing from there? What what happens with, with stranded passengers? Yeah, well, again, you know, we just got to make sure that they're being looked after there. And that's why, uh, you know, Oh, it's always important to have insurance no matter when you travel, yes. what type of place, you know, because you just don't know. And poor old New Zealand's had uh, twice. But if they're travelling any time in the, in the next couple of weeks, they just need to talk to us and uh, okay. we'll give them all the latest information. Brilliant. All right. Thank you very much. Well, we have got a, uh, a very special guest coming up. So uh, let's take a very short break and uh, we'll talk travel with Chimu Adventures. This sounds like a fun group. I'm looking forward to this. But if you've got any questions about a holiday that you'd like to book or a place that you're thinking that you'd like to visit, call in now for any recommendations, any info. Phil Hoffman is your man. 8223 0000. Be listening to the 5AA Interactive Lounge this Wednesday with me, Jade Robran. Interest rates are on everyone's mind right now. I bet a $2,000 per year saving sounds pretty good. That's the pledge from Mortgage Saviour. It's their mission to get you mortgage-free as soon as possible. Their advice is genuine and authentic. Find out how in our interactive lounge this Wednesday afternoon. Call 8223 0055.
Phil Hoffman of Phil Hoffman Travel. Well, it's my name on the door, and so at the end of the day, if someone needs something, I'm there to make sure that it happens. Really, we are the architects of anyone's travel. There's no need to sift through the internet and get confused. We have 10 convenient locations through South Australia, plus a great website and online service, but qualified staff to look after you all the time. And also, when anything happens, we're there with a 24-7 backup. The internet is not, and it's our personal touch to give you that all the time. Visit pht.com.au. Jade Robran, Talking Adelaide on 1395 5AA. Welcome back to the Travel Show. If you'd like to join us and talk to Phil about your next holiday, 8223 0000 is the number to call. But we've got a very special guest joining us now. Meg Hall is the marketing manager at Chimu Adventures, joins us on the line. Meg, lovely to have you on the program. Good afternoon. Hi, Jay. Thanks for having me. And hi, Phil. How are you doing? Thank you. Where are you joining us from? I'm in Sydney today. Lovely. Well, tell us a bit about Chimu Adventures. Oh, well, we're an, um, an Antarctica and Latin America specialist. So we operate and wholesale to uh, with a lot of different um, ships down in Antarctica. Uh, Ocean Endeavour being our... Um, go-to ship that we, we like to, to operate. And we also specialise in personalised journeys throughout Latin America as well. And Meg, you've just come back from Antarctica, I believe? I have. It was amazing. <laughs> in my fourth time, actually. Yeah. Fourth time. So you're mm-hmm. a member of the Seven Club, as they say, and uh, four times. That's uh, You beat me by Correct. one. I'm three. So. <laughs> uh, and does it change we'll every get- time? Oh, yeah, it's really interesting, actually, because after you, you have your mind blown the first time you go down there. It, there's nothing that compares to Antarctica in terms of what it does to your all of your senses. Um, so, you know, my second, third, and, and even fourth time has always been a bit nerve-wracking, thinking, gosh, am I, am I going to be as overwhelmed and, and impressed um, by Antarctica? But the answer is resounding yes. It, 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 it's absolutely incredible. And every single time I go down there, it just looks slightly different differently it speaks to me slightly differently but it is as overwhelming meg what makes it so special you know i mean you know, it's hard when you come back to people who haven't been there to say what makes it special and what makes it keep it drawing us back again to see more and more of antarctica what makes it so special oh it's a very good question and to be honest with you phil before i went down there it was a lot easier to talk about before um seeing it because you, know, you can talk about the isolation, you can talk about the wild beauty, you can talk about the animals, the wildlife you see down there, how how inquisitive the wildlife is and they're not worried by us because we're not predators to them. But really, it's a, it, Antarctica speaks to you in a language that only you can understand and you speak to anyone who's down who's been down there, they'll completely agree. It's because it's... And maybe because it is so wild and, and also so incredibly peaceful yeah. that it, makes it, it so... Uh, I was going special. to say, it's the stillness, it's the pristine nature of the whole place. Um, I think you come back very much an ambassador about oh, you know, your environment and looking after your environment, and they yeah. certainly do it so well there. It's so mm, well yeah. controlled. You just don't cannot leave anything in Antarctica when you visit it. And no. they, they, the, the no. controls in that by, by all the operators, uh, Jade, is just unbelievable. So it's... it's uh, I think it's really interesting when you just say, Meg, it speaks to you in a different way. Can you explain that? Because that sounds quite beautiful. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to all the clutter that you, you experienced in the rat race back in the, you know, the, the populated world. And it simplifies. 
um, I guess, your vision on and, and your direction and how you feel about everything. Um, and I haven't experienced that anywhere else in the world except for Antarctica. And it's perhaps because it is so simple and it is so peaceful. But there's a connection that I can't explain. And honestly, you just have to go there to, to experience it. Anyone I know who's been there will understand what I'm saying. Tell us about uh, going on Ocean, uh, Ocean Endeavour, uh, Meg, you know, what makes it different and what's a typical day on Ocean Endeavour? People often wonder and say to you, you know, do you get off, do you do this, do you do that? So for our listeners who have not experienced Antarctica but want to go and think about it, um, it is easy to experience the whole experience there, but sometimes people are nervous about it, uh, Meg. Yeah, um, what I love about the Ocean Endeavour is the um, expedition experience um, that we have on board. So we have a really high ratio of um, guides to passengers. So we're able to get off the ship on a regular basis and do more than your your, your basic Zodiac cruises and your on-land experiences. We've got photography groups, we've got kayaking. I spent a day, we were down in Orne Harbour, down in Antarctica just recently, and we a few of us hiked up to the top, like this little saddle that overlooked two um, bays. And I remember looking down and it really depicted why this um, expedition experience was so good. There was a few of us in, at this saddle just overlooking this amazing uh, view. We looked down, there's a few other people at different penguin colonies um, below us. I looked out into the ocean. There was a photography group going around doing their own thing. I looked over to the other side. There was a kayaking group doing their own thing. We had citizen science going on in a different area. We had enough staff to facilitate all of this. So none of us were on top of each other at the same yeah. time. And the, uh, the actual Antarctica experience itself is second to none. Yeah. You really are immersed. Now tell us about some of the, the trips you've got coming up that just make it uh, very affordable for uh, our listeners to go in the in this year. You know, one in, uh, I think it's in November, the 11th of November 2023, and also the 27th of January tw- 2024. Yeah, we've got some um, incredible um, prices, obviously, on the Ocean Endeavour with some great deals that I think we're doing directly through your um, agency, Phil, which I'm sure that your listeners will be interested in looking into. And we've also got some special guests coming on board. I, saw, um, I, I read that uh, the other day. I was talking uh, on radio about it as well. And you, we've got, um, was it John Eels and Dawn Fraser going to join one of the cruises as well uh, and be available on the on the cruise ship for people to ask all sorts of questions about their lives and about their experiences down in Antarctica as well. That's correct, yeah, and um, they'll be obviously on board to talk about their own lives, but we we brought them on board being sporting greats as well for people who have really achieved wonderful things with their lives. And sometimes, like I was talking before, you know, when you go down to Antarctica and you start looking about who you are and where where your place is in the world, sometimes it's nice to be inspired by someone who has achieved great things. So I think um, looking to the next chapter of people's lives, having spent time in Antarctica with these, great um, uh, legends of Australia uh, will be inspirational for a lot of people going forward. And Meg, you're right. I think you do have quality time down there, you know, when you're just cruising along, you know, the peninsula there to actually sort of uh, take time out about your life as well, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're in such a pristine environment, Mm -hmm. such a still environment, and so you wake up some mornings and you're looking out there and just the colours and the icebergs Mm -hmm. floating past you and you go... 
I'm on this very special continent, and not many people get here. But you know, it sounds it, very spiritual. It, it, it is. That's probably the best word to use. Is spiritual. Yeah. So it is. It so is. so uh, Meg, the first one that I reckon is special is one going on the eleventh um, of November out of Ushuaia, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. just under eleven thousand. I mean, that is an impressive, impressive mm-hmm. uh, price to be able to do it from Ushuaia, uh, and and that includes the flying down from Buenos Aires, uh, and we've got a five hundred dollar air credit towards your effort getting down right. to Buenos. Yeah. Series, isn't it as well? Yeah, and a free night. And I was just going to say a free night. And then in January 27th of when 2024 is when you've got Dawn Fraser and John Eels on that uh, that particular one as well. And that's a little higher because it's the high season down there. But mm-hmm. a beautiful time. You know, I've just had uh, my two of my staff come back and they haven't stopped raving about doing Antarctica and, and, you know, just the, the whole thing about Antarctica. So, again, um, and, and also while we've got time, because we're going to run out of time, uh, Meg, just tell us quickly that you can fly to the South Pole and and circle it around and come back mm. uh, out of Melbourne, can't you, or is it Sydney? Correct. Yeah, out of Melbourne, yeah, I did that uh, just a few months ago. It's an incredible trip, actually. You see the vastness of Antarctica. So yeah. you can really get a great um, understanding for what those And it's very well priced, Meg. And I, I did your yeah. Southern Lights uh, last year as well in November, and I love that. It was a you know out of Adelaide, a twelve-hour flight with Qantas. So again, if people can't afford or have the time to do Antarctica by sea, then this is a way, Jade, from to have just a little bit of experience of mm. actually flying over it and seeing the the continent, the seventh continent. Meg, just yeah. a big thank you for being available to talk to us today, but. Um, we'll Meg, I need to know about the animals, though. I'm oh, yeah. thinking happy feet, you know, when you see all the penguins uh, all together. Uh, is it uh, like that? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Uh, and, and, and can I just say, uh, Jade, you know, people say you mustn't go near them. They'll walk right over your feet if you're in their way Aww. and they're going, and you, and like you say, and you see so many of them and they're building up their nests sometimes and they're collecting mm-hmm. rocks and they'll pinch you a, a little pebble from one of the other little nests, you know, and you'll see mm-hmm. you know, it could be like a fight going on, you know, between the cute. two males or whatever. It is and cute. And, and it, it, that all of that and then the wildlife in the in the sea as well with the whales, mm-hmm. the orcas, uh, the, the penguin, it's everything. It's everything yeah. there. Have you got a favourite, Meg? Oh, I love penguins. They're super funny. <laughs> They're really funny. I can't get enough of them. They are like the movie, though, aren't they? They are. They are. And as I said, it's it's just. A, and you you touched on the word. It's spiritual when you go down there. So, Meg, thank you for talking to us today, and look forward to be, being in contact with you again. Thanks for having us, Bill and Jake. Thanks, Thanks Meg. Meg, very much. That is Meg Hall from Chimu Adventures. And if you like the sound of any of those tours, you can contact the team at Phil Hoffman Travel PHT. They are terrific prices, Jade, for people to get down there. So you know. that's everything included. Where on earth is. Uh, what is it? Ushuaia. 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 The southernmost port in Argentina. Uh-huh. Uh, so I've gone out of so Ushuaia. So what, you fly into yeah, Argentina? You fly into Buenos, to- Air, uh, uh, Buenos Aires, have mm-hmm. a night there on this program, but some people have longer than that, so you could have longer if you wanted to. And then you fly on a charter flight down to Ushuaia, mm-hmm. the southernmost port of Argentina, and from Argentina, from Ushuaia you then sail into the Drake Passage. The Drake Shake. The Drake Shake, and, uh, and then um, you uh, can then... Uh, cruise all through the Antarctica. Once you're out of the Drake Passage, or the Drake Lake is whatever we want to call it, 
uh, and into Antarctic Peninsula, it's like a lake. It's like a mill pond. It's not that it's, hairy, is it? No, no, no. Look, if you, you know, I love it. I just, but uh, some people don't. Uh, Would you, you know? go again? Oh, yes. I've mm-hmm. done it three times. I'd go again. And now, can I just say, um, there are some cruise lines now that have introduced what we call the Antarctica Bridge. You can fly onto the peninsula now and fly out of it or do it one way and, and then cruise back or vice versa. So for those people who are nervous about, you know, doing some rough weather, if it was rough weather, um, I've only had one. Well, when I say I had one, Jade, you know, the ships handle it now. They're so well built and yeah. they handle it. I so, can't imagine it, yeah, those I mean, huge ones being knocked no, around no, too much. No. So it's it's just a wonderful experience to do. Let's talk about some last-minute specials. Uh, you've got here P&O have got a last-minute special. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Four-night southern got... getaway, Adelaide return on board the Pacific oh, Explorer. Oh, yeah, that's going down to Kangaroo Island, Port, uh, Port Lane. Sorry, Jade, I was, <laughs> I was packing up. I thought my time was up. Uh, inside cabin from 229, you know, and that's going there for a four-night southern getaway. So, it's a, again, it's a taste, Jade, of people, you know, getting on and out of harbour, sailing around the, you know, to Kangaroo Island and Port Lincoln mm. and then back, uh, and there's others around as well. Um, you know, we've got to trips out down in Tassie, uh, direct uh, cruising out of Adelaide to New Zealand in December next uh, this year coming up. So it's a lovely way of spending Christmas and New Year on, on a cruise ship. So we've got, we've got a lot of programs, uh, Jade, that we've people can... We've got a question here that, yep, that they can yep. contact you. So, uh, hi, Jade and Phil. My question is, have you been to Noosa Lembongan, an island off Bali? And if so, any recommendations on a boat to get there from Sunua, from Bron? I actually haven't been to Noosa Lembongan. I know... Heaps and heaps of people that have. And when I'm sitting on the beach in Sunua, I can see it. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, Bron, in the past, I've uh, jumped on the Bali Gilly fast boat. I've used them before. Have you got any recommendations? No, no I haven't done it. I've done the Lombok, but mm. not uh, not to that particular island. But uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be pretty accessible from the, from there that side for if you get over there. But we could certainly find out for it. Well, a- yeah, the the Bali Gilly fast boat. It's a bigger boat, uh, so it's not one of those little small ones. Bigger boat, and it's fast, so that like the name says, so that you can get there a bit quicker. So that would be my recommendation, Bron. I've have used them in the past to get to other islands, and I know that they've gone to uh, Noosa Lembongan before. Hey, I want to ask you, Hong Kong, where that's just disappeared off the radar. Well, it's just opening up and uh, the Hong Kong authorities are going to give uh, half a million tickets away, airline tickets to get people coming through Hong Kong and going on. So now, have they closed because of COVID or have they closed because of the riots? No, they they were slow because of the riots. Then they got COVID and they closed down uh, and now they're opened up completely so you can go through Hong Kong. I used to love going through Hong Kong because I, I started my first lot of travels through Hong Kong, knew the place, felt mm. very safe in Hong yeah, Kong. Same. And I love flying out of Adelaide with Cathay Pacific. It's a great airline. Whether we're going to get it back ex-Adelaide, I don't know, Jade. We'd love uh, Cathay to come back, but they're certainly flying out of Melbourne and Sydney and Brisbane and Perth, but not out of Adelaide at the moment. And there's a question a caller rang in a bit earlier about whether China Southern Airlines will be flying into Adelaide again. Mm. I don't think so. Not at this stage. Again, 
years' time, they could be back there. Same with Emirates and same maybe Cathay down the line, but not at the moment, which uh, which leaves us, you know, um, under capacity for ex-Adelaide at the moment. But uh, as I said, the other states, Cathay's flying. But no, Hong Kong has certainly opened up, and there's a thing where you can apply for trying to get a free ticket uh, in and out of Hong Kong. And I, I and uh, uh, my wife was on the other day is putting our names down to see whether we can get a ticket, uh, you know, out, out of a raffle. So uh, you never know. Oh, good luck. But, uh, good luck. Yeah, 500,000 tickets. So, uh, nice. yeah. Hello, but no, Hong Kong. The, the world really now, uh, Jade, has opened up and uh, you can go to most places now. Probably the only place that we're not selling at the moment is Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> mm, yes. Well, thank you so much. If you would like to contact Phil about your holiday, you certainly can contact Phil Hoffman Travel. The team there is ready to take your call. Eight, no, not eight, double, two, three. <laughs> PhD.com.au. We'll be back soon. Thanks, Jade. Phil Hoffman of Phil Hoffman Travel. Well, it's my name on the door. And so at the end of the day, if someone needs something, I'm there to make sure that it happens. Really, we are the architects of anyone's travel. There's no need to sift through the internet and get confused. We have 10 convenient locations through South Australia, plus a great website and online service, but qualified staff to look after you all the time. And also, when anything happens, we're there with a 24-7 backup. The internet is not, and it's our personal touch to give you that all the time. Visit pht.com.au.